where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today as we enter the fourth week of Advent. Christmas is approaching. For you who go to church weekly, especially if you're Orthodox or Catholic, Christmas falls on a Saturday, and of course, Christmas is a holy day of obligation. It's a major feast day. It's the second most important feast day in the Christian calendar behind Easter. And we also have to go on Sundays because Sunday is a holy day of obligation, right? Remember the Sabbath, and it's important to go to church Sunday. So we have to go back to back days. <laughs> so people are like, oh my God, Saturday and then Sunday? Either way, I know a large majority of you guys don't practice a faith, and so you don't care about that. But today we're going to talk about ways you can improve yourself and some mistakes that men are making on different aspects of their life. Uh, so let's get to it. You're writing checks that you can't pay. Right. So I think women are more notorious for this in terms of overspending and having a lot of debt. Now, I have met women who have no debt. And it's shocking <laughs> because most do. I remember Tom Likas. You guys remember Tom Likas? He was an icon of MGTOW back, oh, I don't know, 20 years ago. He quoted a stat, and I've not been able to find this. So let's just take it with a grain of salt. But he said 50% of women don't even have $500 of savings. Don't know if that's true. What I do know, and you can look this up, 67% of consumer debt and student loan debt is garnered by women. Now, you can say there's a variety of reasons for this. But either way, if you find a woman who doesn't have debt and has relatively good credit, and, I mean, if she has no debt and actually owns a home, I mean, you need to lock her up and marry her, right? <laughs> joking. But still, that's impressive. So with you... Needs to be the same thing, man. I, I know, you know, there's an old saying, live like a pauper in your 20s and 30s so you can live like a king for the rest of your life. And you see a lot of these guys, especially the PUA types who want to get laid, they understand, right, you have to, no money, no honey, and you have to sh demonstrate signs of wealth to get the high-quality poontang. So you see guys leasing cars, expensive cars. Maybe they make 30000 a year, but they're they're leasing uh, BMW or whatever. You know, they're, they're living outside of their means. They're, they're living paycheck to paycheck or, or maybe living off their parents or whatever it is. And just understand that anything you buy essentially is depreciating aside from land and jewelry. So all that money that you're doing by leasing a car could be used by investing. We have an, an episode about 100 episodes back about Talking about how if you invest or put away even a hundred dollars, uh, you know, a month, what that will do in terms of compound interest for the next thirty years. So look at it that way. Even if you have a good job and you're making a hundred k, but you're blowing it, and you're essentially living paycheck to paycheck because you're living outside of your means. That's money that you're not saving. That's money that you're not investing. So especially for you guys in your twenties, you got to live frugally. I know it's hard because you want to. You're young, dumb, and full of you know what. But in the long run, especially for you guys you want to marry, 
your peak prime years, and it's hard for you 20-somethings to realize this, but, but your peak prime years to snag a, a high-quality woman is about 35 to 45. And you could be the 37-year-old who marries that somewhat virtuous, virginal 21-year-old, 22-year-old, 23-year-old, because women are wired to look for older men because of provisioning and hypergamy. And you're more likely to satiate that hypergamy if you've lived like a pauper, picked good degrees, worked hard in your 20s, and then you have a lot of money. And then you're more likely to get the high-quality woman. That's if you want to marry. So work on that. Don't fall for the trick of, well, if I qualify for a credit card, you know, dot, dot, dot. And, you know, well, dot, you know, if, if, if I can get this stuff, I will. No, that's how they suck you in. That's how the devil sucks you in. So don't get sucked in. Don't get sucked in at all. What other mistakes that you make? I see so many men at the gym. They lift weights three, four hours a day, right? And they're pretty muscular, but they got the big gut. Now, you'll see YouTube ads. You don't need to exercise. You don't need to do cardio. All you need to do is lift. And look, there are guys at the gym who lift only and don't do any cardio. And then they sweat it off by going to the steam room or sauna that can pull that off. But most men love lifting and they hate doing cardio and i would tell you, you need to have a mixture of both the cardio is important not for necessarily weight loss but heart health heart health and i would tell you that it's better like look at football players okay so if you look at high school football players fast forward 20 years compare them to the soccer players or the swimmers the football players are going to have the gut the beer belly because it's not wired in them to exercise daily. Whereas the tennis players, the swimmers, the soccer players, the runners, cross country and so forth, it's wired in them to do cardio. And in the long run, cardio is more likely to keep you slim. So I would tell you guys, mix it up. I know some of you love doing cardio and you're more of the runner type, the lanky runner body. That's great, but I would say mix it up. So my exhortation to you is, the marathon runner types or the runner types, you do need to do strength training. Don't get me wrong. You do need to do strength training for a variety of reasons. One, if anything, it keeps your testosterone levels pretty high. And recently, not to do a humble brag, but I did get my blood work checked for the first time in five years, and my testosterone levels are at the high end because I biohack. I have two episodes here on how to biohack your testosterone, how to get your testosterone high as you age, and I'm 40, almost 48. Um, so do both. But for you guys who are lifting weights and you got the big beer gut and then you're doing the protein shakes and the chicken breasts, you know, all that is gluconeogenesis. Any protein, if you eat too much excess protein and you're not working out enough to turn that into muscle, so to speak, that all turns into glucose. That's, that all turns into fat. You know, it's, it's fat. Healthy fats don't make you fat. It's excess sugar and carbs. Go to my book, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. I talk about that. So that's another mistake. So guys, mix in the cardio. It's good for heart health. So I, I forgot to mention that. So that's the most important thing. It is good for heart health. And in the long run, you need to have a strong, good heart. So you're not getting the cardiovascular diseases later on, like strokes and heart attacks and aneurysms. So you got to get that heart strong. And it's not to say that lifting weights doesn't work out your heart, but certainly aerobic activity is a different type of exercise. So what I'm telling you is balance them both. Do both. Another mistake a lot of men aren't doing is that they're not fixing their demons. You're not going through and doing an inventory 
A lot of you are old enough now to have relationships and seen them not work. Maybe you've been monkey branched away from. And instead of hating the woman and hating hypergamy, which is stupid because it's like hating gravity, you should do an inventory and be like, what mistakes did I make? What could I have done better? What childhood trauma led me to be this kind of guy? And the most obvious one is what addictions do I have and I need to work on them? And most Americans today are addicted to screens. And uh, there was a book called, what's it called? Dopamine Nation that came out. How essentially our Paleolithic ancestors were not, we were kind of feast famine and we were never feast, feast, feast. And now on every level, um, uh, humans are just surrounded by all the stimuli and all this food and all this all this pleasure stimulus and, and, and smartphones and apps and, and all these things that are truly addictive. And so our body doesn't know how to deal with it. So you got to do an inventory. And I think in most men, when they do an inventory after a relationship, and I see this with men I talk to, some of them are like, no, it was all her fault. All her fault. Some of the guys is like, look, I used to be alpha. I used to be masculine. And then I, I lost frame. And I pedestalized her and I was failing the shit test. And that is progress because you're seeing your weaknesses. And I am guilty of this too. I will. I'm guilty of this too. So you you see this and then what do you do? Okay, then the next step is why did I go beta? Typically for most men, it's they have nice guy syndrome. We've talked about the people pleaser, the nice guy. And lots of times it's it's your son of a single mom. Or you just didn't have a lot of success with women in high school, so you try to compensate. And most men believe uh, from you know, indoctrination that to, to please a woman, you have to please the woman. And, and it's counterintuitive. Chad and Tyrone, of course, know, know differently. If you want to get a woman, you can't always treat her well. Not to say you want to abuse her or anything like that, but you got to be masculine. And it helps if you're good in bed, too. Eddie Murphy has that old skit in Raw, the classic, the seminal uh, stand-up show he did. It's like how, how men, especially like cheating men, can get away with so much if they're really good in bed. But either way, you got to do an inventory. And certainly if you have any addictions, whether it be drinking or food or gambling, I mean, clearly you have to work on that. You have to fix that. And it's hard. And look, some of you, and I talk about this quite a bit on the Confessions of an Obi's Child podcast, a lot of you like hate your parents. Like, oh, I wouldn't be an alcoholic if it wasn't for my parents. They didn't give me nurturing. I get that. I get that. But how is that helping you? You're still in a victim mentality. You're not in a thriver mentality. So yeah, all of us were dealt maybe not the best hand of cards, but what are you going to do about it? You got to do something to fix that. And you whining about it isn't going to change anything. So do an inventory, see where your demons are, see things that you made mistakes on, and fix it. How can you fix it? Therapy, if you find a good therapist, uh, do clarity coaching calls with red pill guys. That, that can help you because lots of times that's what men need more than therapy. They just need to talk to kind of like, um, you know, like, like the big wigs, like uh, Coach Greg Adams or, or somebody like that. You know, do calls with him and monthly calls with him. Um read books, and just be on constant inventory of yourself to improve yourself because that's what MGTOW is about. It's all about improving yourself. It's not about hating women. It's improving yourself and then realizing that, yeah, marriage today in the 21st century with 90% of the women out there is a mistake, is a mistake. Are there unicorns? Yes. 
we've talked about in the past. Even those unicorns will have the same court system to screw you over than, than, the, than the typical thoughts. But it's perilous. But either way, work on yourself. The last thing I want to talk about, and there's more stuff we can talk about, is purge your relationship thirst, of course. If you feel your life is incomplete without a woman, you're more likely to make poor decisions vis-a-vis -vis women dating and settling. And since men are visual creatures and we're much more likely to get dick-napped than women, not to say that women don't get pee-napped by Chad and Tyrone, uh, we're more likely to stumble. So a lot of men, especially if they've been divorced, know the intellectual arguments against remarriage. Yeah, the divorce rate's 70%. Yeah, you know, women have the court system. Many of them are solipsists and narcissists, and they're no longer Christians, and no-fault divorce incentivizes a divorce and, and, and all the things we've talked about here. But, but, there's always a but. As long as there's a but, you know that they've worked on the intellectual arguments against remarriage, but not the emotional ones, the psychological and emotional ones. Those are the ones you need to work on. Is... My life is fine if I don't have a woman in my life. Like the you complete me, Jerry Maguire nonsense. That is that is a trope and it's a trick uh, to get you sucked in many times. So work on that. Because if you don't work on that and you are on dating sites, you're more likely to fall for a woman whose values don't line up with yours who might have tons of red flags, go back about 70 episodes. We have the three-part series, 30 red flags you must know when you're dating somebody and use that criteria. But you're so lonely and you're so desperate for intimacy or sex or to have that validation, oh, I got this woman in my life, that you're going to make a poor decision. The values don't line up. She's a values chameleon. You guys are politically or religiously, ideologically disparate. These things are going to catch up to you more often than not. And as you know, the divorce rate is 70% for second marriages. And more often than not, uh, the man loses out in divorce in terms of money and kids. So it's crucial you work on the emotional side of purging your relationship thirst. Because if not, you're more likely to stumble. And then you're more likely to unicorn build the next woman. She's different. She's different. She's different. She's not like the rest. No wall, no wall, no wall. And the next thing you know, you're signing the Faustian pact. So guys, these are just a few. There's much more than that. If you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. If you have an Apple product, uh, it only works if you have an Apple product. It will only take you five seconds, and it helps the algorithm at Apple to get this podcast sent to more men. We just want to help men. I don't make any money off of this. You hear no ads at all. So please do that. I would appreciate that. There's also two links in the episode notes. One's for... Um, PayPal. So if you want to make a donation, help defray the cost of hosting this on a surfer, I would appreciate that. Just five bucks or something. And then lastly, there's a link for naturopathicearth.com where you can see all my articles about cleaning up your life. All my podcast episodes are there and so forth. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.